to another episode of XOXO, Amanda and Becky Talk About Gossip Girl. I'm Amanda. I'm Becky. Today we've got, well, oh, geez, season two, episode eight. What's this one called? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm scrolling through my very extensive notes. Okay. <laughs> literally hundreds of pages of notes. <laughs> it's called Pret a Poor J. Oh, um, God. <laughs> so we're really stretching it um okay so my first note is unfortunately it appears that this episode is about jenny (laughs) and um you know how we had that one episode with chuck's basketball look and that was like i feel like this episode is really like it should just be called like jenny's unfortunate new haircut (laughs) jenny's haircut here is god it's like peak like scene kid it's like scene like, kid meets fashion. Yeah. It's not quite as bad as like a real scene kid, but it's it's, it's not, not it's pretty bad. It's scene kid reminiscent. Yeah. For sure, it's like and minimum. Scene, scene kid adjacent. Uh, oh, it's so bad. Okay. It's so bad. <laughs> so the episode starts with um Blair having a sex dream about Chuck. And I heard it's mostly just him making out with the inside of her elbow. (laughs) But then it appears that he goes down on her. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) And then Dorota wakes her up. And And Dorota tells Blair that God is always watching her masturbate. (laughs) She says that actually verbatim. No, so Blair... But she played pretty close. Well, so Blair is like, I need to finish something. And it's like, ew. Subtle Blair. And then Tarota's like, remember, God is always watching. It's like, oh my God. Um, so, yeah, it's not great. Um, okay, so that's basically, so basically, you know, Blair wants to have sex with Chuck. Um, then we are introduced to Jenny's new haircut. Um, and Jenny is very stressed out because she is basically a full-time employee for Eleanor, even though she's an intern. So she's running around and she's on the phone with someone from Italy or complaining about someone from Italy or something. And she's she's pouring coffee into a travel mug haphazardly and grabbing a waffle. And um, she's trying to find her homework and she's just very stressed out. Um, And then she runs into Nate. When she's like, oh, I have to pee. So she runs into Nate when she opens the bathroom door, and Nate is just in a towel. And um, Nate is attractive. That was one of my notes. <laughs> Nate has like more body hair than I was expecting him to. Yeah. He looks older than a high school student. He is. He I looked is, up obviously. all of their. Well, there was. I, I took. I took a note from your book, and I took like three Buzzfeed Gossip Girl quizzes, <laughs> and one of them was like, "Can you guess how old the actors were when they started filming?" And every, like, pretty much everyone was about twenty or twenty-one, I think. Or 22, except for um, Taylor Momsen, who was, like, 14, I think. So, yeah, big age gap. So he's, like, 22 or 23 here. That's illegal. Okay, we're coming to that. She was 14? Well, at this point, she's probably, like, 16. Okay. It's not great. Okay, so... um, 
Yeah, and there's something with Rufus and Dan that's not important. Yeah, I could not follow. <laughs> uh, there was, like, a show. They're doing a show at the gallery. I was mostly just upset because Rufus was cutting up strawberries, and you know how I feel about strawberries. <laughs> I don't like them, and so that was upsetting. <laughs> um, okay, so then the next scene is Blair walking to school, and it's raining. She's got her umbrella out. And Chuck's limo slowly pulls up and drives very slowly next to her. And Chuck tries to get her to come into the limo. And Blair's like, oh, I can't do it because of the whole, like, I love you thing, whatever. And Chuck kind of backpedals and he's like, it doesn't matter. And then she goes and approaches the limo and he's like, Actually, it does. Like, I was just kidding. It's confusing. <laughs> and then I wrote, that's really rude. She's so horny. Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> you can just see it on her face. She's so annoyed at him. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's just a rough, rough, rough situation across the board. It's not great. <clears throat> All right. So then we go to the, the atelier. And Eleanor will not let Jenny sit on in on the meeting with the buyer from Bloomingdale's. Um, Who she like was pre- she was previously promised that she'd be able to sit in on this um, meeting, so she's understandably she's annoyed. annoyed. Yeah, and we're also introduced to Agnes, who I hate. Um, Agnes is horrible. She was also on the OC as Misha Barton's younger sister, and she was terrible on that. Also, they're, they're like once they spoiler alert, once they kill off Misha Barton's character on the third season, they introduce her, and they're like, "Oh, she's so great, whatever." And uh, Misha Barton's character was the worst part of the OC, but sh- this girl is even worse. It just didn't work, and then the show is was canceled. Misha, is Misha Barton doing okay now? I don't think so. Do I feel like she's like, gone through some stuff. Well, do you remember there was like, she like posted? I can't. I think I tried to find it later, but I think she deleted it. She posted this picture on Instagram, and it's like her on a boat, and it's like this really long thing about like Black Lives Matter, and it was a very strange. People like really didn't like it because she's like I believe on a yacht, but then like posting this like emotional thing about like someone who was killed by the police and it's like very strange and it's just, like what it like know your audience like oh, no Misha. it was very weird but um that whole situation is amazing not the not her instagram post but with the oc just because it's like she was just she thought she was such hot stuff it's a very kind of like Lindsay Lohan sort of situation. It's like, you think you got the world all figured out. And, uh, you know, don't get cocky. Because uh, she should have stayed on that show. She should have yeah. stayed. But, uh, yeah, that's just like a whole other story that I could get into. But, yeah, so. Maybe after we finish Gossip Girl, we can go do, we can do the OC. I would love to. I, lo- I think the OC is legitimately a good show like it's actually funny the characters are actually endearing and i actually have a crush on the dad on that show and the parents no no 
Amanda, no. you know Peter you, Gallagher you would no, also develop a crush on him. No. <laughs> oh my god. I no, I was like yeah. Um it's not great, <laughs> but no, the OC is I think much better than this show. But um so sorry, that was like a really annoying sidebar. But um so Agnes is this model um who I'm just, they're putting, they're trying on this really ugly jumpsuit on her. I don't know if you took note of this jumpsuit. It was not great. It's hideous. <laughs> um, and Nate drops off Jenny's sketchbook. Ugh. And then. We're setting up this whole thing. And yeah. I'm sorry, because I already, like, gave it away. But you, if, like, you don't, you people listening don't care. <laughs> I, I don't need not. to, like, maintain dramatic tension here. They're setting up this thing where Jenny and Nate are, like, going to date. And I could not hate anything more. Somehow, in spite of the bad acting and the confusing choices and cheating on his girlfriend with Serena and blah, 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 I have developed, like, extreme affection for Nate. Like, I... Like I, I love Nate. When he's not, when he's not doing a lot, he's good. Like he's like a he's, great, he's a great like garnish to the show. I don't he, want him as like a main dish, but like no. he's good. Like on just like a nice like just you just get a taste of him and you're like okay. Anything more is annoying, and I don't want to hear about the captain. But like if you, if the captain and your horrible mother are not involved. But I feel like even that, it's, like, I don't want to hear about them, but I'm, like, he's so responsible. But he's I don't just want, like, like, an entire episode about him. Like, I... I'm not saying I do either, but I just feel like he deserves better than Jenny, who I have gone from being, like, meh, to being, like, I hate this person. <laughs> no, she's the worst. She's possibly the worst. Um, but, yeah, no, I, Who I, is close to as bad as Jenny? Georgina? Okay, but Georgina's like actually a psychopath. Yeah, you'll, you'll meet also, some. You'll meet some other characters that you hate. Okay, but I, I just like. I don't know Vanessa. Just, <laughs> I don't hate Vanessa as much as I hate Jenny. Yeah, no, Vanessa isn't as whiny. Um, but yeah, so Nate drops off Jenny's sketchbook, and then Agnes is like, "Ooh, he's into you." So it's not really a spoiler because it's being set up like pretty early on in no, the episode. Yeah, yeah. I also I thought Agnes's name was Ibis, and I was like, that's <laughs> a confusing. <laughs> that is confusing. <laughs> Mostly because it's not a name. Um, okay, so oh god, I hate we have to watch Serena and Dan interact so much, and it's like. If they're not, like, date, like, they're boring j- just across the board, but they're even more boring when they're trying to just be friends. And I hate them. And they're just so, like, vanilla. I hate it. So they, they like, make banter or something. And Blair interrupts. They're at school, by the way. So Blair interrupts, and she's like, oh, I gotta destroy Chuck. And so... Serena asks Dan for his opinion because Blair wants to be with Chuck, but she can't say I love you. So they're trying to get a male's perspective. 
And Dan is like, well, why don't you just say that you um, love Chuck to get what you want? But they're like, no, that's not going to work. Which I don't really understand. I mean, whatever. Because then Chuck wins. I know. It's kind of stupid. So, and then Dan simply suggests wearing Chuck down. (laughs) He's like, just be in his face all the time. (laughs) Which I think is really funny advice. And something, should I start doing that in my life? I don't know. But um, it's, like, not great advice. I know. I do that to all the men in my life. Like, (laughs) here I am, boys. I'm available. (laughs) He's like, please, no one touch me. (laughs) Oh, please don't. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. Um... So that, I guess, is where that scene ends. Um, so then we go back to the um, atelier, and Eleanor apologizes to Jenny for not letting her into the meeting with the buyer from Bloomingdale's. And Eleanor is very stressed out because the meetings are not going well, and they're not responding to the clothes, but they the buyer did like the dress that Jenny wore. And I guess we're, I mean, we learned that Jenny did make the dress, but I guess we're just supposed to assume that Jenny made it at this point in the episode. Um, and so basically, Eleanor kind of guilts Jenny into giving up her dress uh, to, she's like, I don't know. I mean, it's like, you're, that's the only dress they liked. I don't know what I'm going to do. And Jenny is like, well, I guess you can, like, use this dress or have it or whatever. And it's just awkward because Eleanor is acting very child. I don't know. There was something so unsettling and, like, manipulative about this. Yeah, it's messed up. Um, So once Jenny offers up her dress, Eleanor is like, okay, great. So I'm going to need you to make it in my own fabric um, by tomorrow for these other meetings and Jenny's like, okay, I mean, I don't have a pattern, so I don't know if I'll be able to do it. And Eleanor is very unreasonable and is like, well, I don't care. Have it done. Um, again, you wouldn't have an intern do that. Like this just doesn't make sense also because I'm sure Eleanor knows professional pattern makers and seamstress. Like it just is strange that you'd have, a 16-year-old do this instead of having an actual professional. You, I feel like you are overestimating the amount of research that the writing team <laughs> at Gossip Girl did when they were writing. This. And I know, I feel like this is a persistent problem where we're like, this is not how this would actually work. It's like, yep, that's true. I, I will say, I, I don't like Jenny. I, I agree that she is one of the, if not the worst character, perhaps you know, right there with Rufus, but I, I feel bad for Jenny. Oh, I think she's worse than Rufus. I, I, I feel bad for her at this point. I, I mean, do too. This, this, this is sucks. unreasonable. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's kind of where we leave off with Jenny for the moment. <laughs> the next scene <Yeah>. is insane. <laughs> yes, so Blair <laughs> has taken Dan's advice and is like, She's, like, sitting on Chuck's car. Chuck's like, like, what are you doing? She's sitting there, like, seductively, kind of, but not really. She's just, like, sitting there. And Chuck is like, what do you want? And she's like, come get a drink with me. And Chuck is like, no. And then 
Blair shows Chuck her leg and she's wearing like a garter and Chuck is like, all right. I wrote <laughs> shows her legs a little. Um, I also wrote this is tragic, but I support it. It's so it's, embarrassing. It's extremely desperate. It's so embarrassing. Um, so, so they they go to this bar and somehow they both end up changing. They're like in completely. Like, I don't get how that happened, but okay. And Blair is not wearing a great outfit. Like, I'm still waiting for Blair's fashion to pick up. But she's wearing something with a lot of sequins. It's got, like... It's, like, like, like 4 (laughs) p.m. It's confusing. Anyway. And the bar is very crowded. It's maximum 5 p.m. Like, at the very latest. Okay. So... Chuck sees through Blair's desperation and it's embarrassing. And so Blair keeps trying to do things to like have Chuck like touch her or like, she's like, Oh my God, this new perfume. And then I think he says, it smells like desperation. Yes, that is what he says. (laughs) And so then Blair simply spills her drink on Chuck's lap and he, and she's like, Ooh, I'm sorry. Let me get that. And then, Chuck is pissed, so he says the following. I gave you a shot, and while your efforts are admirable, I'm bored, and you ruined my pants. Good night, Blair. (laughs) I legitimately laughed at, and you ruined my pants. I can't do it with the delivery that he does it, but it's really solid. I love it because the more that I, like, know that he's British... The more like you can catch his accent, you can catch his inflection. You really, he like, it's like work for him to do an American accent. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell. Like maybe that's everything is like excessively enunciated. Yeah, like I think it is. He's like, and you ruined my pants. Sometimes I really feel like I am a marble mouth, and it's because I am—I have a perfect American accent, so I don't care about pronouncing anything correctly or enunciating. Okay, so that is just a great moment, and that's where you know Blair is left, you know, sad and desperate at the bar. But I—I will—I will say and. That it seems like he he did get up kind of suddenly, and it was like I bet he's aroused. Ew, I hate that word. <laughs> aroused. <laughs> Ew. Okay. So, or as so, Chuck would say, I can't do it. I can imagine him saying it, but I can't say. <laughs> I can't say it. Okay. And his so, accent. It is weird. I'm gonna work on my. I'm gonna work on my Chuck impression. I'm gonna do it while I'm looking in the mirror tonight. I'm gonna be Let's Chuck. Oh, God. Okay, so the next scene is, so Serena shows up at the gallery, and she's looking for Dan for some reason. But instead of, you know, she sees this artist person first, and so she talks to him or something. I don't know. I hate this guy, but... Yeah, so do I. He's that, awful. We, like, keep, like, going back and forth. So then we... Something about... Vanessa is, like, for some reason there. And saying something, I don't care. There's more vitamin water in the back. There's a vitamin <laughs> water um, fridge. 
Like, you know how people, like, if you go to, like, <clears throat> you know, a cat or, like, somewhere and then they'll have, like, a fridge and it's, like, a Coke fridge. Right. Like, if you go to, like, a pizza place, they have, like, a Coke fridge. Right. But they have a vitamin water fridge. But it's, it's not. It's we're an art a, gallery. We're at what a cafe doing? at an art gallery. Like, it's so strange. And now whenever I see vitamin water anywhere, it's shocking. <laughs> Do they still sell vitamin water? Yeah. yeah. I think I've seen a vitamin water in like 10 years. Well, so I um, went to like an outdoor screening of office space over the summer. And they, there was all this like sponsored like booths where like their like title had something and like Showtime had something. And then vitamin water had like a booth and I got a vitamin water zero and it was disgusting it's yeah because it didn't have any sugar in it it's disgusting but it's it was just like ugh. it's worse than Gatorade like I'd rather drink Gatorade than drink vitamin water I just drank a Gatorade for the first time like since I was a child because I almost passed out because I was so dehydrated my god why are you drinking water I am now that I bought this soda stream. Amanda has the soda stream bottle in her hand. And she's clutching it and now stroking it. And it's against her face and she's she's stroking it some more. It's it's a great it was a great investment. And then I know people who went to a music festival and there was also a vitamin water booth. That's confusing. (laughs) It's, you know what, you know, I respect the hustle, I suppose. Remember when 50 Cent was, like, doing all that stuff with vitamin water? You are cutting right out for me. Oh, dear. I just lost you for a good chunk of time there. Well, what's happening? Whoa, wait, I just missed what you said. What happened? Okay, are you, okay, you're there now. Great. Yeah, I I am. (laughs) We had a a moment there. That's fine. We had a little snafu. I'm going to leave all this in. Oh. Because I am. Oh, there's something happening. I'm a little bit too lazy. Uh Uh-oh. We're just struggling a little bit right now. (laughs) We'll edit this part out. We're not editing this out. This is all staying in. This is what the people... (laughs) are listening to our podcast for it's all the technical difficulties this is what you get when you record your podcast over skype uh, and neither okay. of you have a particularly good internet connection <laughs> okay so moving on from the vitamin water fridge this okay so blair Okay, so Dan, I guess, is talking to Vanessa, but then he gets a call from Blair. And so Blair is complaining because Dan's plan didn't work. But Dan is, like, doubling down on his plan, and he's like, you gotta intercept Chuck. Yeah. I don't know why she's taking it as advice. I don't either, but she's like, maybe you have a point. So she's like, I actually, I have to admit for the first time on this show, I laughed at something that Dan said. What did he say? I don't remember. It wasn't even that funny, but but Blair, it was just like the timing was really good. 
Blair was like, okay, I'll let you know what happens. And she hangs up and Dan just says, please don't. <laughs> it's coming back to me. Um, okay, so... I chuckled. Then Dan and Serena are leaving for dinner. So this is, like, after Serena has flirted with this artist that we meet, whose name is Aaron. I can't stand this guy. I don't like his face. And I don't... He's short. I don't know why Serena is... Serena, okay. This is not a spoiler. I mean, I guess it technically is, but whatever. The guys that Serena dates are, like, so lame on this show. They're always so, like, blah and so vanilla and so boring. And Except for Carter Bazin. Yeah, but he's not, like, a long-term thing on the show. Like He should be. The guys that she ends up, like, having relations, they're so fucking when boring. When is Carter and coming back? Do we get to see him again soon? I don't remember. You guys, I have to tell you, Sebastian Stan is going to be in a an ad campaign for, like, Hugo Boss. And, wow, he looks great. Wasn't Hugo Boss a Nazi? Um, I don't know if he, like, was a Nazi. He definitely designed the Nazi uniforms. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, but that's fine. That's okay. I mean, it's not okay, obviously, (laughs) but, um, but you know what? I am focusing on the good thing, which is that Sebastian Sebastian Stan Stan is beautiful, beautiful man. Okay. Um, anyhow, <laughs> so getting back to the show. Okay, so, so Serena like, so Aaron's like, oh, have fun on your date, and then Serena's like, oh, we're not dating, and then they leave, and Serena's clearly interested in him, even though he is boring and his art is bad, as we later see. Um, his art confuses me. It makes no and sense. also. Is kind of reminiscent of the movie that Blake Lively thematically connected to the movie that Blake Lively. (laughs) We'll have to talk about that at the end of the episode. We sure will. Um, Okay, so where am I? Okay, so Jenny 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 is out at a bar with Agnes, and I Jenny is fifteen. I was so confused by this because this was not set up. They were just like, or maybe it was, and I wasn't paying attention. But they're no, just like, it was not. They're just at a bar. It's like what? It is okay. So Agnes this is like wants- the popsicle scene where we don't. <laughs> <sighs> oh God, the popsicle scene. <laughs> I want to dress up as a popsicle for <laughs> Too niche. Discarded popsicle. That is too niche. No one will understand. Yeah, in my my Halloween costume last year, no one understood. What were you? I was Britney Spears' Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And I was Britney Spears, which we did not coordinate. We also did not go together. (laughs) But um, the year before that, I was Louie. She's still direction. She's and still posting Hannah, my friend Hannah was uh, Harry Styles and we went as a couple. That's cute. Um, okay, so I I might be Rufus is discarded popsicle for all. <laughs> so you funny. can't. 
<laughs> I don't know how I would do that. Okay, sorry. So, Agnes wants to wear Jenny's dress for some reason. And, okay, so there's been a lot of talk about this dress. And I just want to drive let's home talk, the point. Let's talk about this it's dress like a little bit. hideous dress. <laughs> it's got, like, a drop waist, but not enough to it where it's fashionable. It's just the waist is too low. <laughs> and it's got bright pink tulle coming out the bottom. It's so, But also, like, it's it's got, it's, like, a border. Like, it's the like piping. It's so ugly. It's okay. So it's like gray. Mm, like it looks like herringbone or like wool check or something. It's yeah. like a gray check with a bright pink lining that's peeking out, or it's like piping or something. It looks like it cut was kind of an accident, but not really. It's, and like a cap sleeve, and then a dropped waist with a poofy skirt because there's bright pink tulle coming out of the bottom. It is so <laughs> ugly. It looks cheap. It looks so cheap. It kind of looks like a, a Betsy Johnson like knockoff. It looks like something you would wear to prom if your prom budget was like. $50 in 2008. Yeah, it's really terrible. It's, uh, yeah, it's really bad. But everyone's apparently obsessed with this. So they they switch outfits. And also, I, I haven't pointed this out yet, but Agnes is wearing a, a bowler hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's just, you know, that's just that. That's <laughs> it's a like a, It's upsetting. So they switch outfits. And then Agnes's friend Max shows up, and I think it's a film camera, but then their pictures are developed so quickly that I'm like, is it a digital camera? It they're looks also like a, online the next day. Yeah, and they're online, or maybe tough. they're, yeah. They're on, they're, like, MySpace. Yeah, they're on MySpace. Um, this is very, like, pre, I guess you'd use Instagram now, so it's, yeah. <clears throat> so, you know. That's just rough. Um, okay, so then we see Serena and Dan are walking around, and for some reason they have coffee cups, which is confusing because I I want to say it's like eleven p.m. and walking around with coffee cups, and they keep getting interrupted by Blair's text because Blair's gonna try and seduce Chuck at the Vanderwoods and Bass apartment, and it's just a terrible idea. And also. Serena and Blair are both using a lot of, like, early texting lingo. <laughs> like, all of their U's are just the letter U. U. Which is Serena texts to Blair, you are so bad. And that yep. is, I believe, in all caps. Okay. So, Chuck is simply walking around the apartment with a DVD, but then he puts it in a, par- a brown paper bag, so I don't know what that means. But he's in a three-piece suit. He's just, like, lounging at home in a three-piece suit. That's what he does. That's his thing. And he, like, walks by... This is so creepy. Did you see that that art? Did you notice that art? No, what is it? It's just, like, people partying. It's, like, the weirdest (laughs) thing. But just their legs. Oh, God. I was at a cafe on Tuesday, and I was like, have you seen that? I don't know. Do you watch Portlandia? Not really. There's a sketch, and it's called um, Good Walls, Bad Art. It's just about this, like, agency that sells bad art to, like, coffee shops. And um, 
<laughs> and I was at this coffee shop on Tuesday, and I just look up, and there's like a blurry picture of someone bicycling. And I was like, this is straight from that Portlandia sketch. It's like this giant photograph of like, it's like, it's like in motion, and someone is just bicycling. It's the, it was, I started laughing, and I was like, does anyone else see this? Um, so that, that's just, that reminds me of that. But so it's um, like, not even like, it was just like, not even stylized in a way that it's like, oh, if you had bad taste, you might think that's like a fun piece of art. It was just, it was like, just like, that's, a, it's like not even bad. It was just, just weird. Yeah. It was just strange. Yeah. Um, the art in this apartment is polarizing so (laughs) so so chuck is again just strolling around in his three-piece suit and he kind of like glimpses into serena's room and they're just i don't know what catches his attention i'm guessing it's all the candles so he walks in got a hundred candles lit there's so many candles again they love lighting candles on this show in a way that it makes me very nervous. And it's going to take like 15 hope, minutes to blow them all out. I hope they've got their smoke alarms. If the batteries are like. If anyone lights a candle in my apartment, I get so worried. The entire apartment is going to burn down. I'm like, I'm like, um, like, are you you're leaving the candle? They'll like walk like three feet away. And I'm like, I feel like you're too far away from that candle. You need to keep like, I an candles. eye out. I light candles in my apartment all the time. I love Yeah, but you're candles. irresponsible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not irresponsible. <laughs> I have not set my apartment on fire. I did almost set my apartment on fire because I burnt some pasta a couple months ago. Like a con fire. But that's I neither here nor there. I did leave the oven on and go for a walk recently. <laughs> And I was like, I didn't turn the oven on, and I, like, ran home. Oh, God. Was there anything in it? Yeah, there was a sweet potato in it. <laughs> was it burnt when you came? No, but it was very soft. <laughs> Yum. Okay, so Chuck goes into Serena's room where all the candles are lit to investigate, and Blair's there wearing yet another nightgown, and... He's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, <laughs> I, she's like, Serena knows that I'm really sad, so she invited me to sleep over here. And it's like, what? This is so obviously, <laughs> like, not the situation. So, and also she's like, the nape of the neck is Chuck's kryptonite. So she's, like, touching her neck a lot. <laughs> and um, that's upsetting. So um, Chuck is like, I, like, Whatever, I don't care if you say I love you. And then they start to make out. And then I wrote, now we realize that there is some time manipulation going on in this episode as Blair is just receiving Serena's text message. So they're doing some avant-garde things on this show in terms of in terms of timelines. So oh um so Blair's phone for some reason keeps send, like keeps ringing from this one text message, which is not <laughs> how anything. She's like literally get it seems like she's getting multiple phone calls, but she's just her phone keeps alerting her that she received one text message. <laughs> and Chuck is like looks over at the phone and Blair's like, "Oh, whatever, just ignore that." And it keeps ringing, and then Blair keeps looking at it, 
And then for some reason they both dive for the phone. And then Chuck looks to see what the most recent text message is. And he like looks up this text conversation with Serena and he's pissed. But I don't understand why he's so upset. This is obviously a setup. Like, obviously. He's too stupid to know. This is so odd. Like, oh, when they have a sleepover and you think Blair's just lighting, like, 40 candles and putting on, like, a sexy nightgown for Serena. Like, it's so obviously a plan. Chuck doesn't understand how women are. Chuck is like, women just like to light lots of candles. Apparently. So... Chuck is pissed for some reason and leaves. Okay, going back to Jenny. So she's still out with Agnes and Max, and Max appears to be about 40. Yeah, Max is not well preserved. <laughs> He's like, I was like, this is a this is a full-on middle-aged man. <laughs> and he's supposed to be like a college student, I think. He's supposed to be a photography student at RISD. He he is 40 if he's He's 40 as the day is long. Like, he's so old. <laughs> like, he's so fucking old. <laughs> That's not an expression. I don't care. It is now. I like it. I speak in a lot of, what is it, malapropisms. Um, <laughs> that's okay. So, they go, so Agnes and Max are, like, off to another bar to meet some fancy fashion person. But Jenny's going to go and get her work done for Eleanor. So they split up, but Agnes leaves with Jenny's dress, and I just wrote this is a nightmare. It's awful. Like Yeah, it's really unfortunate. It's uh, not great. It's like not this, it's I not just great. feel so bad because it's so it's just very stressful. So then so then we go to the next morning and Jenny is um at um Eleanor's and she's finishing this dress. And she's clearly been up all night, and Jenny's really pissed, and Agnes shows up with the original dress. And Agnes is like, look, everyone loved your dress. When I was out, you shouldn't give it to Eleanor. You should just go off and do your own thing. Like, she's trying to rip off your designs. This is stupid. You shouldn't, you know, put up with this. And I just wrote, this is bad, bad, bad. This is not good. Don't take advice from this girl. This random model. She does not know what she's talking about. I mean, it's like, Jenny's in kind of a tough position here. Because, like, she shouldn't be forced to give her designs to Eleanor uncredited. Right? Like, especially if she's not getting paid anything. Well, I feel like she needs to have... I feel like she, I feel like this is a larger issue, though. Like, I feel like she probably shouldn't be doing this internship. No. She should be in school, and I feel like the way that she, I agree, but the way that she handles this is, I don't know. I Actually, I don't know, because I really hate Eleanor, (laughs) so. Yeah, Eleanor is, like, really awful. But it's weird because Agnes is, like, what are you going to do? You're going to try and like put out your designs later and everyone's going to say that it looks exactly like Eleanor Waldorf's. And it's like, well, this isn't the last dress that Jenny's ever going to work on. Like she just designs a new dress. It's also like, hopefully her, 
fashion will evolve because this is really bad. Yeah. But apparently everyone loves it for some reason. So I think that's kind of where we leave that scene. Um, so Jenny is conflicted about what to do. Um, and apparently so am I. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um, Serena and Blair go back to the gallery and Serena forces Blair and Dan to talk. And then Serena goes off to flirt with Aaron who is dressed like an Eileen Fisher ad. He's wearing a gray scarf with a gray shirt. It's like very Eileen Fisher. I yeah. really don't like this guy. Like, I just think he sucks. He's, he's yeah, giving he's me nothing. Yeah, he's really terrible. He's like really awful. He's like, he looks like the, like the guy in your, your um, MFA class or your creative writing class, whatever that, Twitter is. Oh. I don't know what that is, but that sounds correct. He just is so blah. Yeah. Um, and Blair is... So then we go back to... We, like, go from Serena and Aaron to Blair and Dan. And Blair is basically in love with Chuck, but she's confused and unsettled by it, and she's freaked out. So... Dan suggests that it's could be beneficial if Blair takes a risk and tells Chuck how she feels, but Blair's scared of losing Chuck if she tells him the truth. Right. Which I don't really understand. Well, she even after worried. finishing this episode, I'm like not. I, I have know. lots of thoughts about the ending of this episode. Yeah, the end of the episode is crazy. Um, <laughs> but. Like okay, guys. So now, so now Blair has like something else, uh, more poor advice from Dan. But this is maybe the best advice actually like that he that, gives. He's not giving her bad advice, not right now. Well, the beginning of the episode. Um, it so, like worked. It would have worked if she had not been so sloppy with her. She, she wasn't so sloppy with her text messages. Put your damn phone on silent. silent. Also, don't she. Also, the texts that she was sending to Serena, like, weren't necessary. She's like, this is going to be so easy. It's like, you didn't need to relay that. Like, <laughs> don't get cocky. This is well, like, seriously, Misha Barton, you know, learn from her and learn from Blair. Don't get cocky, you guys. Be cautious. Seriously. Be scared, but not too scared. You gotta be tell scared Chuck. all the time. <laughs> be scared. I mean, God knows I am. Be scared, but tell Chuck <laughs> that you love him. Preferably on a roof. Okay, so Jenny, we go back to Jenny. Jenny gives Eleanor the dress, but the dress that she made is poorly made because... I'm assuming she started it at, like, 2 in the morning or something. And she didn't have the original dress, so she didn't have a pattern or anything. So she's doing it by memory, which is crazy. And Eleanor knows that Jenny was out partying instead of working on the dress. And that's why it's constructed poorly. And she won't let Jenny sit in on the meetings with the buyers. And Eleanor, like is Eleanor is so scary. She's like, she's like, well, I get like, if you want to be an adult with a real job, and it's like, well, you're not, she's not an adult with a real job. She's in high school. Yeah. Well, also like, okay. Yes. Eleanor is like, goes a little bit crazy, but also if you knew that you had to completely 
redesign this entire dress in a night, would you go out? No. Like, why but would I you also, do that? I also wouldn't get that haircut. Jenny makes a lot she of mistakes. decisions. You're right. But I feel like Jenny is like, again, this is the theme. Jenny has very low self-esteem. She seeks approval from other people because she doesn't have it within herself. And this is not good because she makes these decisions that are self-destructive. Like she goes off and tries to be a friend Blair. Self-destructive. She goes out with Agnes. She just is like attracted to these um, like negative figures in her life. And she really needs to avoid these people. But yeah, so Jenny gets yelled at by Eleanor. But then Jenny fights back and she's saying you know you can't you have to like respect me more because I'm the only one here with talent and you're threatened by me which is true but not probably the best thing to tell your boss and so Eleanor's pissed uh but Jenny is fed up so she takes the finale dress that we remember from a couple of episodes ago that the buyers loved so much. That's really hideous, like most of Jenny's designs. Mm -hmm. And she leaves, so she's fired. But also, Eleanor has nothing to show the buyers, so this is scary. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's see. Like, where are we? I could just keep talking if you want. No, no, hold on. Okay. So Blair, so we're at the back at the show. Blair is going to tell Chuck how she feels. So she like texts Chuck and is like, "Okay, you win. Meet me." And we will we'll have a little conversation. And Chuck is like so happy when he gets yeah. this text message. And it seems that the show is going pretty well. The gallery opening, yeah. The gallery opening. I, I mean, there are a lot of people, but they all look bored. Well, there's... Okay, so what the show The is, art is very, like, confusing to explain. It's... I did not conceptually understand it. There are microphones. <laughs> so there are, like, noises. But there's also, like, a giant glowing orb. There's an orb in the middle that when you touch it, it lights up in different ways. But then there's also, like, phrases on the wall. That I kind of, like, I wanted to, like, make fun of them, but I didn't have the emotional energy to, like, write them down and, like, look at them. Um, it's very confusing. Yeah, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's not great. It's not great. So, Blair and, so Serena shows up in hideous shoes. I don't know if you took note of her shoes. I did not notice her shoes. Horrible. Um, and Serena brought Blair. And Blair is very nervous about her meeting with Chuck. Um, And Vanessa sees Serena and Blair and yells at Dan. And is like, you brought her to my opening? Referring to Blair. And I was confused because since when was in Vanessa's opening? I don't know. And also, what is Vanessa's, what is Vanessa doing here? Vanessa, like, you need to, like... Seriously, get your own life. Seriously, you need to stop letting Rufus do anything oh god this is just like crazy i just i really hate vanessa i will say this is her least offensive outfit that she's ever worn i didn't even notice that i exactly (laughs) (laughs) exactly 
<laughs> it's like I almost kind of like you could only see like the portion from her like collar up, but I I didn't mind the collar up. <laughs> she wasn't sort of, wearing like a lion necklace. No, no one did. The, the the accessories were to a minimum. Great. Um, and you know who knows what was going down on on beneath the collar, but hopefully nothing horrible. So, um, Vanessa, okay, Vanessa tells Dan what happened with Blair and Chuck, but she doesn't give any details. She's just like, Blair and Chuck used me in their game. And then Dan's like, I'm so mad. And it's like, Dan doesn't ask any clarifying questions. We have very little information. We get nothing. And then Dan's like, I'm so angry. And it's like, Vanessa literally gave you no information to work off of. How are you this upset? But also, like, it's confusing because it's not like Dan has never experienced Blair's character. No, he's like, I'm so shocked before. that Blair would do this to you. It's like not Blair has not done anything that should surprise Dan. She's not like revealed a new part of her personality. This is like pretty standard Blair. But Dan is so angry and it's like, yeah, buddy, you gotta choose. Either you're like helping Blair or you're hurting Blair. But like you can't kinda you can't have it both ways. Yeah. I just thought it was so funny how angry he got after learning absolutely no real information. I know. God, Dan is so stupid and awful. <laughs> yeah, I hate Dan. So Dan feels bad about being nice to Blair after we learn this very vague information that Vanessa relays to Dan. Um, okay, so then the Serena and the artist flirt, but... Serena is, like, hesitant to go on a date with him because she's scared about hurting Dan's feelings. Yeah. Um, so he, like, he stupid. asks her out on a date, and she's like, no, I'm not dating right now. And the artist is, Aaron is like, he's like, all right, but let me tell you a riddle. Like, <laughs> and if riddle you answer the riddle, you can go out with me. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I was so confused. Up. Yeah, and again, I've already seen this episode, and I was confused. Um, so, Dan, so Blair is like, okay, I'm going to go tell Chuck how I feel, whatever. And Chuck is also, like, waiting on the roof of the gallery for some reason. So, as Blair is leaving, she's so excited to, you know, confess her love to Chuck. Dan interrupts her, and he's like, forget what I said before. It's a bad idea to take this risk, because it might not work out. Um, so this is really rude. I hate Dan. Yeah, I do too. (laughs) Fucking Dan. He's the worst. Um, so Blair freaks out. Yeah, but she still goes. Yeah, she's like, I'm still gonna do it. But she's like very nervous. And then Jenny shows up at the gallery and also the model comes because apparently Max knows the photographer who's like dating kind of Agnes is like friends with Aaron or something. All these people I don't care about. And Agnes is trying to convince Jenny that she should just design her own line, which does not seem like a great idea because she's 15 years old. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I think that Jenny like has good instincts because she's like 
Agnes is like, you got to start your own line. And Jenny is like, right, but I'm 15 and unemployed and I'm in high school and I have no money. And then Agnes is like, no, you should do it. Who cares? So Jenny, I think, has like decent instincts, but again, is so easily influenced by other people. She's got to work on that. Um, but she's eventually Agnes convinces you know, her to go off and do her own thing. And so Jenny is leaving with Agnes to go to some party to meet some fashion people. I don't know. And as she's leaving, Nate shows up. And this is the point in the episode where I was confused because obviously, like, Nate is sort of interested in her throughout the episode. But at this point, it's, like, very aggressive. He's like, I thought we were going to hang out. And, like, this very, like... Like, what the fuck? Weird, flirty way. Like, it was so weird. Like, I'm like, like, where is this out? from? Oh, my God. It's so It did upsetting. kind of come out of left field. I was like, what? Oh, I mean, like, I obviously that's so being much. set up, but it's still, like, strange. And also, like, he develops feelings for her, like, right when her hair looks so bad. Right. So, and he's like, oh, you got a haircut. Um, so, Nate thinks it's dumb that Jenny wants is going to try and start her own line and Jenny is defensive and Nate yeah. also thinks that Max looks 40 and he's like how old is that guy <laughs> <laughs> um but Jenny is like mur, 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 I'm gonna go fuck you and then she leaves and with her hair um so <laughs> Jenny and her hair with her hair <laughs> her only friend so Blair goes up to the roof to meet Chuck and she's like, why can't we just say... And so she's freaked out because Dan fucked with her mind. So she's feeling insecure and she just wants to say I love you simultaneously with Chuck. But Chuck doesn't want to do it. He said, no, you have to say it first. And she's like, well, you didn't say it to me when I blah, blah, blah. She's like, I waited for you when you didn't show up to the plane and I went to Italy without you. So there's all of this unresolved baggage and they there's all this resentment and they they just need to like figure their shit out but they're both such insane people that it's they're, they're, they're insane. Their relationship is so deeply unhealthy. Yeah, it's it's extremely emotionally manipulative and awful. Um, so Blair refuses to say because she's like, you know, fuck you. Like you were, like there's something wrong with with you. Like why won't you just say it? Like this shouldn't be such a big deal. But Chuck refuses to say it until Blair says it. So Blair's like, whatever, I'm leaving, and she's crying and really upset. And yeah. This is upsetting to me. Yeah, it's not great. All right, so then we have to deal with Jenny some more. So Nate talks to the artist, to Aaron, oh, and he's like, hey, group show man. Hey, by the way, do you know that photographer? Which means mine is probably and as well. And the just, just missed everything you just said. Oh, it's breaking you up again. breaking up again. Yep. Okay. Okay, we need to uh, we need to rewind that I, about thirty seconds. Uh, that's fine. Okay, so um, so Nate goes to talk to Aaron, and he's like, "Great show, you did great." Who? What's the deal with this photographer guy? 
And the and Aaron is like, oh yeah, like he's a really great guy, unless he's dating your sister. It's like, okay. like that's the one piece of information he offers. He's like, he's great, except don't let him date your sister. It's like, what? <laughs> like, what? Great. Okay. So Nate's like, that's all I need to hear. So Nate like takes off. Okay. So Blair comes downstairs and t- talks to Serena, and she's like very upset. She's just like, it didn't go well. I'm leaving. And then Serena finds out that Dan sabotaged Blair. So Serena's pissed at Dan. And there's just, like, a lot of bullshit going on between everyone. And it is very frustrating. It's also very confusing. I'm sure everyone listening has absolutely no idea what we're talking about. It's like, so Dan... Okay, so Dan sabotaged Blair. And so Serena... Asked Dan about Blair, and then Dan was like, oh, yeah, I told Blair that she shouldn't tell Charlie. And it's like, what? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? What are They're you talking about? There's too many people involved. <laughs> and it's so convoluted. It's, it's so extremely insane. convoluted. It doesn't make sense. Every plot point rests on this incredibly convoluted and unnecessary system of, like, previous plot points and none of it makes sense and it's dumb anyway but, but this is a show that we have chosen to dedicate an <laughs> enormous amount of time to so here we are but it's it's crazy because dan is like well blair did this horrible thing to vanessa and it's i thought serena's response was like insane but so funny she's like She's basically like, who cares about Vanessa? This is about two people who love each other. (laughs) (laughs) Which I just thought was so funny because... God bless. It's such like a weird way to just deflect. One is like, a real grievance from... Even though I don't like Vanessa, like, yes, Blair is a terrible person. I just think it's so funny, the story, and it's like, who cares what Blair's done to hurt other people? They're in love. I know. Like, what? So Serena's really angry and leaves the gallery. Yes. Okay. This next scene is bad, tough stuff. It's so awkward. It's so bad. It just, like, made me uncomfortable. This is, like, something that would have made me so uncomfortable in high school that I would have had to turn off the TV. Like this is a night. This is like my nightmare. This is very Degrassi. This scene is extremely like something that would happen on Degrassi. So Jenny, Max, and Agnes are. I think they're supposed to be at Max's because there's like all this like weird art all over the place um, and photographs or whatever. And Agnes and Max start making out, and Jenny is very uncomfortable, and she's like, "Aren't we going to the party?" And Agnes tells her, well, nobody gets there till midnight. And then, what is this song called? I can't... I don't know what it's called, but it's like, I'm the sun, <laughs> I'm the moon. I don't know what the words are. It's, but it's in The like, Wedding Singer, which is a great movie. That's like my... my so it must be from the like, and Agnes, 80s. Agnes gets up and she's like, I love this song. And she starts like sexy dancing to it. And then and she then just she like... she takes off her top. She takes her shirt off. And she's, like, dancing around, and Jenny's like, what are you doing? And then Agnes is like, you should take your shirt off, too. And Jenny's like, are you fucking kidding me? But then Agnes is like, no, but, like, seriously, you should do it. And Jenny's like, okay. So Jenny also takes her shirt off, and they're just dancing. And Max is taking pictures of of them, which is, like, super creepy. And then Nate shows up. 
Yeah, also Jenny's belly button is pierced. So um, Nate shows up and he's like, what the fuck? And Jenny is like, I don't want to leave. Like, leave me alone. And then Nate just sits down. He's like, well, I'm not leaving until you leave. And she's like, fine, I'll go. So they leave. Also, there's a brief scene that kind of happens within this scene where Dan catches Chuck as he's leaving the gallery. And he's like, look, it's my fault that Blair didn't tell you that she loves you. I, you know, sabotaged her, whatever. She does love you. So. Yeah, so Chuck yeah. knows that. So Chuck knows. So, and then also Dan apologizes to Serena. I don't know why. I don't know why he apologized. This is, like, weird. He should apologize to Blair. This whole, I don't get what they're apologizing to each other for. But Serena, so Dan apologizes to Serena for some reason. And then, oh, I I think you're good. And then Serena tells Dan that she's interested in Aaron. Oh. There you are. Did I freeze? Okay. You're, we, we're having oh. some technical difficulties. <laughs> There's something going on. Okay. okay, we're going to have to, I don't want to make some edits to this. Uh, <laughs> no, we should leave it. Audio file. Unedited people will be so angry. <laughs> no one maybe somebody, to this. Maybe somebody can send us some money to get us some proper recording equipment. <laughs> I need $1,200 for a new computer. <laughs> That's what I need. Oh, okay, so Serena tells Dan that Aaron asked her out, but she said no because she didn't want to, you know, hurt Dan's feelings or whatever. But Dan gives her his blessing. So Serena then realizes that the riddle that Aaron gave her is about their camp that they went to as children, which is very much like a stretch on the writers partly I was like this doesn't feel like a natural thing so Serena's like oh my god we went to camp together in Europe I just like Switzerland I just like didn't care about this at all I didn't either Um, so Serena goes off to catch Aaron but he's with some other girl and they get on their on his motorcycle and um yeah yeah and Dan is sad, but then Dan is always sad because Dan is a sad person. <laughs> and Serena's sad because, yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So now we come to such a strange scene. So Chuck once again shows up in Blair's bedroom, which is not appropriate. I don't like that. Um, although I suppose they, like, were about to have sex with each other, so. Um, and they just, like, they have this conversation where they're like, if we date and, like, are happy, then who are we as people? Like, we're not us. And it's like, what are you talking about? They're like, so we can't tell each other we love each other, even though we do, because we have to keep playing games with each other. I was like, no, you don't have to do that. Well, they're like, they think that the only reason why they're attracted to each other is because there's this game that they're playing, and that's what, like, makes the other person interested. And that if they're honest with each other and, like, actually displaying real human emotion, then 
all of that is going to go away, which is crazy. This is also just, like, such obvious bullshit from the writers. They're like, we got probably several more seasons that we have yeah, to we gotta stretch this, this out. For. So let's oh, set up this totally the- unrealistic relationship and dynamic between these two fucking crazy people. (laughs) This relationship has to stretch so many seasons that they're like, they can't get together yet. Um, Which is the annoying thing about soap operas. But so they're both sad and it's awful. And then Chuck leaves. Okay. So the last scene of the episode Jenny and Nate are arguing outside of the outside of like Max's apartment on the street. And Nate is basically like, I'm concerned. Like, what are you doing? And Jenny says something like, you're not my dad and you're not my brother. So why do you care? And then they start making out. I was just screaming. I literally was screaming at the television. But, like, you knew this was going to happen. I know, but I hate it. I hate this relationship. I want Nate to be I with somebody I don't think good. it lasts that long. I don't think it lasts that long. But also, not. Nate always has really shitty girlfriends. I want Nate to be with somebody good. I don't know if it ever happens. I'll date Nate. Okay, let's go. Let's edit you into the show. <laughs> I would She's love Crawford married. I don't know who married to that dog. He's <laughs> got that fucking dog. He's covered. I don't remember when we thought that he was gay. And I did a lot of I research. I still think that he might be gay. <laughs> I think he, I don't know if he, I don't think he's married. Hmm. He has been in such a strange collection. Of who has he dated? What famous people has he dated? Great Any, question. Anyone? <laughs> Um, let me open up his Wikipedia page. He's only three years older than me. We can make this happen if he's straight. I mean, or bisexual, if he likes women. Personal life. He shared an apartment with Ed Westwick. I knew that. I did know that. I think they were good friends. Okay, there is nothing about his Okay, let me do some really quick research. Chase... Crawford girlfriend 2017 Rebecca Rittenhouse this is from Just Jared from March reputable from March 2017 who is Rebecca Rittenhouse um let's find out this is uh, also what our listeners come for (laughs) I'm currently just looking at a Just Jared gallery (laughs) What is her t-shirt? She's wearing a Def Leppard t-shirt, which I don't appreciate. They must have met on the show Blood and Oil. Which is a show that they were both on together. Oh, oh no, they're not holding hands. They're just simply walking. Wow, okay. Great. Great, great. Like, let's... Okay. So... I don't... I think she must be... Yeah, they're... Wait, who is she? I, I don't I know. Listen, a... it, Chase Crawford, I just... This is for you, Chase. I came to the show for Sebastian Stan. Oh, she's really honest. pretty. 
She's pretty. And, yeah, she's yeah, really of pretty. Course she's, and of she's, course she's pretty, pretty in a way that Ed Westwick's girlfriend is not pretty. Like she's more she doesn't she does not look like she had surgery to get this face. Okay. I mean, I didn't have surgery to get this face. Notice that I just haven't said anything. I look a little bit shiny right now. Because I walked, you know how many steps I walked today? I walked almost 15,000 steps today. I'm going to send you this picture of her. She kind of has um, just like a vacant stare. That's what men like. (laughs) Just like don't, not too much. They like a woman with a vacant stare. (laughs) Just not too much going on. I just sent you a picture. <laughs> That's so mean. Oh my god. No, she's so pretty. She's, she's gorgeous. gorgeous. She's wow. literally stunning. She's too good for him. <laughs> and he's Rebecca very attractive. Go date someone more attractive than Chase Crawford, and then I will date Chase Crawford. <laughs> a real match. Everybody wins. She's um, gorgeous. Oh my god. She's stunning. I'm honestly like so like I'm just staring at this. She's like the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. <laughs> she's so good. <laughs> and I, her hair is so good. Her god hair damn looks it. great. Holy shit. I, I'm like, what I'm just gonna like leave this picture. It's <laughs> <laughs> my new phone background. <laughs> yeah, my lock screen. So he's like, who is that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Rebecca Rittenhouse? Potentially his girlfriend. You know Rebecca Rebecca Rittenhouse? And everyone's like, no. Super famous actress. It's like, I don't know who she is either, but look at that hair. Look at how beautiful she is. Bring that to my surgeon. I feel like we have probably talked for long enough. We're uh, well over an hour at this point. I'm really tired. Half of the episode is technical difficulties. I'm really tired. Sorry, the sleepy hops. But just one last thing. Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. I have to close this tab. I can't look at her anymore. Okay. I'm not um, closing it, but I am going to minimize it and I'll come back to you later. <laughs> I gotta finish something. <laughs> go and watch the trailer for I Blake Lively's all new All the movie. Light I Cannot See, but that's not what the not movie's what it's called. called. It's called All I See Is You, I think. It's um, a new Blake Lively movie, and she's blind, but then is no longer blind, and I think that's the movie, and she appears to be at a rave at one point, and she bleaches her hair. Um, in it doesn't look great, but I, I will be seeing it on opening night. So I I highly recommend everyone go watch the trailer and get excited for that. It comes out in late October, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, you it know, looks, hopefully. I, I will see it probably. It doesn't look terrible, but it doesn't, I don't know if I'd say it looks good. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. 
I think if there are worse looking movies um, out there. But I don't have also, very good taste, so it's hard, always hard for me to say. But also, sorry, last thing. Um, I saw Mother earlier this week, and I really need other people to see it so I can talk about it with more people because I saw it by myself. So I please know go see what it. happens and everything. Okay, well, please go see it because I need to talk about it with more people. It's a biblical it. allegory. <clears throat> yeah. Um, also, you should all watch The Crown, because it's really good. I saw your Facebook status about that. I was trying to come up with a funny, like, retort, but I couldn't, so I just didn't write anything. If you think of something, <laughs> go ahead and post it, because okay. I need more attention online. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, sorry about this, everyone. Um, okay, well, great work, Becky. Um, <laughs> thank you. Congratulations. I offer you a handshake. <laughs> thank you, kind sir. Um, great. And okay. I hope yeah, you've enjoyed note. this hour and 12 minutes <laughs> that we've been talking for. Everyone just like jumps off a bridge simultaneously. <laughs> we've been talking for almost twice as long as the episode itself is. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so tired. Okay, good night. Goodbye, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye.